1: It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And let's start the show. Welcome to the Tea for the Queen podcast, the podcast where we try to keep our sanity in an era of staying woke. We explore current events and issues through the lens of feminism, progressive thought, discussion, peace, and love. My name is Tierra Burns. I am your host, and this is your episode. So we all know what the Second Amendment is. If you aren't familiar, the Second Amendment is the the amendment that the National Rifle Association is always screaming about, aka the NRA. But this amendment gives citizens the right to bear arms and to, I guess, protect themselves or their homes. Um, And that law was, well, that amendment was um, written way back when the country was an infant and an infant of a country. And today in 2020 it has like a lot of consequences in our society. And I don't know if it's nec- if that amendment is necessarily needed at this point. So as you guys have probably become more aware, um, militias are on the rise, local militias. Um, and with these militias, they have like their own agendas and they're very like, Oh, I got to protect, got to protect with these weapons and militias are why Kyle Rittenhouse felt compelled to go across into another state to protect the business that he didn't have any connection to because he felt entitled because he, um, took the messaging from a militia. And I've all but I've also seen um well most militias are like white folks and you know not a lot of black and brown folks are in militias and none that I've seen but I have seen a rise in black militias and it got me thinking do we still need to protect ourselves and especially as black people do black people need to protect themselves um do women need to protect ourselves and I guess come up with our own militia um so as I've seen the rise in these visible black militias I I had to bring this to a good friend of mine and she is a gun owner. She, I'm going to say she's a casual advocate for gun ownership, especially for gun ownership for black folks. And this has been on my mind. I wanted to know her insight on, you know, do we, is is this the time that we have to get a gun? Or are we able to like, you know, let America do its thing? Let's, you know, let's let America do its, do its thing. Um, take that how you will. But... I knew that her com this conversation would be a good one for you guys to listen to. I promise you, it's not as drab as-, as this topic may be to you, or thing you may think it is. But I know you will enjoy it. I'll see you on the other okay. side. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, so tell me a little bit about yourself, as you know, you're on the on the show. And well, first let me back up and tell you what the show's about. So I like to talk about things we should like be concerned about, as well as wellness so that we aren't afraid to talk about mm-hmm. them. So I'm just basically trying to balance the two. So I brought you in here because okay. um, I don't have a gun, but I would like a gun if I do decide to come back to Texas. Um, and there are not a lot of people like me or yourself who have guns. And I've seen you telling your gun on the gram like it's nothing. And I'm like, that's so cool. So just tell me a little bit about yourself and if I can try to play at the frame guns. <laughs>
2: Okay. Um That's easy, really. Well, my mom and my dad were both in the army. So guns was like part of their job. And then even before that, my dad is from the South. He's from North Carolina. And so it's not atypical for people. You, I really feel like everyone should have guns. So when I was growing up in the house, whether I was at one of my grandparents' house or in Even after my parents split up in the house with either one of my parents, there was always guns. They made sure from a young age we knew how to operate them, like stay away from them. Like You know, when we were younger kids, like up until we got maybe like 13, 14, when we were actually using guns ourselves or like practicing or whatever, they made sure we knew like gun safety, these aren't toys, stuff like that. But I always, it's weird. I feel uncomfortable if I'm in a, like staying in a home and it doesn't have a gun in it. I feel unsafe. Like, ooh, like I feel Why? naked. Why? Just because my parents always had guns around and they always made sure we knew how to use them so I always like guns. I mean, not guns, mace and pepper spray and knives. That's cool. But you have to get really close to a perpetrator to stab them or to mace them. They got to be basically in arms reach of you at that point. Yeah. So if my dad, I don't know, my dad just had this mentality that his daughter is going to know how to do everything that boys know how to do. So he just wanted to make sure I knew how to shoot guns and drive cars and fix on cars and my mom. she's actually a better shop than my dad so mm-hmm. growing up in the house with once my parents separated my mom always had guns and they would be random places and if she left on you know it was going to be gone overnight once I got like 16, 17 she'd be like you know where the guns at if something happened you know what to do or whatever so for us it was kind of like you gotta have a gun. I remember when I got my first apartment and I lived as an adult without a gun for about a year, I felt so weird. Like, I don't know. It's like a comfort. I feel like every black woman, man should have a gun. If they're an American should know how to use them Mm -hmm. and operate them. I don't know because they all have them, you know, and I don't know. So yeah, they, that's how I really got into like my, I guess, like, enthusiasm for guns was my parents because they always had them around and I was like, infatuated with them because they kind of were I guess.
1: <laughs> no, um, so how old were you? Like, do you remember your first time
2: shooting a gun? I think the first time I shot a real gun, like, not like a BB gun or a pellet rifle was probably hmm 15 14 or 15 so it's not like we was out here like Annie Oakley like 10 years yeah. old shooting real guns <laughs> but I was familiar with guns and I think that's really important too like um for first time gun owners or people that are thinking about getting a gun like I'm sorry if you can hear that they're doing construction I can't I can't it's okay go, so. <laughs> perfect perfect <laughs> But yeah I think it's really important to be acquainted with your gun because if you do have to use it in an emergency situation you don't want it to be the first time you've ever shot a gun or you know what I mean like I feel like I can't imagine if someone were to break in my house and I had to shoot the gun for the first time I wouldn't know what to expect the the loudness of it it's it's a When you're shooting for fun, I won't lie, it's a powerful feeling, and I can see why these men, especially, like, certain types of men, I can see why they have an affinity for guns, because it makes you feel so powerful, but it can be very dangerous, because that power, you know, you can take someone's life so easily, Mm -hmm. and by mistake, but... It's very fun. I think, buddy, you need to, as soon as you come back to Texas, you need to at least just go to a gun range. Have you shot a gun before? No.
1: So here's the thing. I am, I'm very clumsy. And I will, like, I'm just, I'm just super clumsy. And, like, I don't know. I just feel like the way I think, and I'm already paranoid, like, just on regular, um, Mm -hmm. I'm nervous to have a gun or shoot a gun. Who knows what could happen? And I feel like if I get too good at it i'm gonna like it way too much but mm-hmm. I have, I, a lot of
2: people i'm huh, going a lot of people say that that they think they're gonna like it too much or yeah
1: because like i've done like the um like i've gone to the arcade and did like the shooter games and i just like i mm-hmm. really be feeling it so i can't even re- imagine if it was like the mm-hmm. real thing you know what i mean so- <laughs> yeah but um so
2: that's I'm sorry go on oh no that's what really is when you really the first time you shoot a real gun and you hear that sound and you see the fire come off the gun you feel like whoa yeah so it's intense feeling so
1: you mentioned the um the type of men um i'm gonna say like white men who love guns because they tend to be the ones who-
2: i didn't want to say it, but it's it. yeah oh, it's a black podcast. Yeah. It. <laughs> okay yeah
1: <laughs> Even the white folks who listen they they understand, but um the white men who do own like when we see the image of someone who owns a gun in America, they're like in army fatigue, probably just got done killing a deer white suburban or they live in like a rural area um and they're always screaming about their second amendment rights what does the second Mm -hmm. amendment mean to you i have my opinions about i think it's kind of like old. it's an old um amendment because it it got i guess it got um it got the need for it was it was important because we were just coming off of the Revolutionary War and the British, they were breaking Mm -hmm. down our doors. So we needed, like Americans needed to have a way to protect Mm -hmm. what was theirs. So what does it mean to you?
2: I agree with you. I feel like the Second Amendment was when they were shooting like musket type guns. Mm -hmm. They weren't, the Second Amendment wasn't, they couldn't even imagine the type of guns that these people are screaming about. And to be honest with you, I've never, I believe in the second amendment. I'm not giving my guns away. And I I mean, I don't, I feel like that, um, that perception should change because a lot of gun owners or gun enthusiasts, like my dad or my mom, they are not the, t- I mean, well, we live in the suburbs, but other than that, like, they're not, like you said, like the typical nra type of gun owner and i think i used to believe that people should give back like artillery um heavy artillery like machine guns and ar-15s i never understood why normal civilians needed to have weapons of war because that's basically what they are now if you need a little handgun in your purse because you're a single woman and you live in the city i feel like you know that the second amendment should protect you. That's keeping up with the times. But as far as people walking around with AR-15 strapped to their chest, I don't agree with it. But seeing as we are where we are, I'm not going to lie. I kind of want one just because they have them. And if it gets too crazy in America, I want to be able to to hang with them. But I'm not going to lie back three, four years ago when all the school shootings and stuff were going on, I just couldn't understand like Why are they letting these regular people who, I'm not going to lie to you, to get a gun is so easy. They're not checking your mental. Mm -hmm. I bought a gun within 25 minutes before. How can you
0: How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network, with gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply.
2: How You didn't background check me in 25 minutes. I know. So I, I think that... I Oh, no, I was just going to say, I think that they need to, the second amendment might need to be tweaked a little bit, or maybe have an amendment to the amendment, Mm -hmm. or something like that, but I didn't cut you off. No,
1: I was going to say, I remember I dated someone, and they got a gun off Facebook one day.
2: Really? Like what, marketplace? Huh? Yeah, Facebook
1: marketplace. I was gonna say just Facebook marketplace.
2: Wow. Yes.
1: This is like wow. 2014. Then they just drove to pick it up. And I was like, I'm not going. I'm not going at all. No thank
2: smart. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. That's crazy. But you and yeah, see I think that's the problem is that they're so accessible. And mm-hmm. I don't think when the, they were writing the second amendment, they weren't thinking that everybody and their daddy was going to have 5011 guns and real guns that could kill hundreds of people in minutes. I don't think, I don't know, so, but they like to tout that because I don't, I don't know. Babe. I can go on a whole tangent <laughs> about white people and their warped perception of the constitution. Like,
1: <laughs> they it so much and um the nra so i did some research before we got got on here today have you heard of naga
2: of not of what naga
1: n-a-a-g-a it's like the national Mm -mm. it's like the national afro Afro afro-american african-american gun ownership association n-a-a-g-a
2: okay i'm i'm taking notes yes, I might have to but
1: um i was wondering if you were <laughs> I, I wanted to know if you were a member of it because i'm going to assume that you're not a member of the nra
2: no i'm not a member of any organizations or anything like that i just love guns but it's actually weird because i was born in germany mm-hmm. and in germany they not even the cops like the Polizei, don't even carry guns and like if I lived in Germany I would be comfortable not having a gun Mm -hmm. but here no way (laughs) like if I get too far out in the country and I don't have a gun on me I'm scared Mm -hmm. like oh my god like I gotta get from point A to B or my door is locked like I don't know I don't know it shouldn't be like that but that's just how I feel and like I know that some people say like if you have a gun or guns in your home, you're more prevalent to be victim to gun violence. But I just feel like, I mean, that's the same as like when they say if you have a pool, you're more likely to drown. Like, well, duh. But like, I don't know. Like, I still, I don't know. I just feel really unsafe without one. And I feel like everyone should have one and know how to use them, how to take them apart, how to clean them. Because if you don't clean your gun, it'll jam up on you. Mm -hmm. So that's important. But, so, yeah, have, I definitely, I don't know. Oh, I, have I, I was going
1: to say, so, like, as far as cleaning guns, have you ever, like, because I've seen people time themselves with cleaning guns. Have you ever done something like that?
2: I'm sorry, you broke up. You said, have, have, have you ever timed yourself with, with cleaning a gun?
1: Some people try to get it cleaned really fast. No,
2: now, that's what I was going to say. I'm not even proud of my gun cleaning like if i took my gun apart right now to try to clean it i might need help putting it back together (laughs) so i myself need practice with that i need practice i would be horrible if i timed myself (laughs) um
1: um, my next question is so could you share with the listeners a little bit about the history of black gun ownership um especially as it relates to the black panthers i'm pretty sure you probably know about that um so yeah Yeah. talk
2: about that i feel like i really am not sure when black people first started i don't know was it illegal for us to have guns at a certain point but i'm really not sure it was
1: never illegal but i know that one time in california um the Black Panther Party showed up I think in it, 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 like the Capitol building or something like that
2: with mm-hmm. that was the first time that there was like a Black armed militia and they, they they sent in like people or whatever and that was totally against their second amendment right mm-hmm. because you, like you see now white boys and that really irritates me, too, when they talk about, like, these pro, the protests and the BLM movement and stuff like that. When a couple of weeks before George Floyd was murdered, these white people in Michigan were at the state capitol with AR-15s and stuff screaming in front. Of, and they didn't send in the National Guard. They didn't send in anyone. It's only when Black people arm ourselves, um, that was even in a peaceful way it's it's a problem we need to get the guns back I don't really agree with the whole all these buyback initiatives that they have in the in the hood um, hood area sometimes because like I'm kind of a conspiracy theorist I don't think like the government's gonna come in and like get all of us but you know the way 2020 is set up I really don't know Mm -hmm. so like I don't feel like y'all should be trying to come and take the guns out of the black communities you don't ever see them doing that in suburban like frisco or plano they're never doing gun buybacks so i don't know i just feel like like with everything else it's okay for them but it's not okay for us and now that the times have changed and we can afford the same things Mm -hmm. that they can afford or even like back in the 60s when when we were arming ourselves i just feel like i just feel like it's it's View totally different and that's why I said earlier I wish the perception of gun enthusiasts and gun ownership changed to not just being southern white people mm-hmm. but people of all colors but I feel like when we have guns we're automatically viewed as violent as criminal you you never hear them call white people that are armed in public criminal or violent but if I were to walk around somewhere openly with my gun mm-hmm. on me I feel like it would be a problem
1: it would be like you so, you were obviously exactly. invisibly looking for trouble, but you probably aren't. And the thing is exactly that like we aren't like white folks, I feel like they can walk around with their guns out, but we can't. If we do, like you just said, mm-hmm. somebody's calling the cops. You know what I mean? Even in the open mm-hmm. carry state, it is it's mm-hmm. absolutely ridiculous. And I thought about um like, you know, the story of Philando Castile where Mm -hmm. he had his legally completely legally communicated that and everything every he did what he was supposed to do and he's not here today so like do you like what do like do you have any concerns if like you encounter like just a traffic stop or something like that, and you're like, hey, you know, I have a, I have, I have a gun. Just letting you know, but I do, I am licensed to carry. Like, what do you have concerns like that?
2: Yeah, and if I'm gonna be honest with you, ninety percent of the time, well, I uh, praise God, ha, don't get pulled over like that. Mm-hmm. But I did get a speeding ticket um mm, I think maybe in February and I didn't even tell him because I knew he wasn't going to search my car and I was like I'll deal with that when I get there mm-hmm. because I feel like if I tell you I have a gun in here your everything's about to change mm-hmm. even though I'm a, a lawful citizen I'm not a felon and I have my gun is legal I feel like if I tell this man right now there's a gun in this car and I'm, I'm in here by myself it's gonna go left so I don't tell them unless it's like getting to which it I'm Very responsible now, so I haven't had my car searched since since I was like seventeen. But um, (laughs) so, but yeah, honestly, because like what you just spoke on with Fidel Castile, he told them. But think about all the other black men that have been murdered just because they thought he had a gun; they didn't even one. So. I they I feel like a lot of the police are operating in fear. I feel like they fear the black man and that's why they're so quick to draw their gun because I when I was younger, I used to feel like how you felt like, oh man, if somebody pissed me off, I might shoot everybody. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just because of my temper, I'm clumsy. But yeah. you are a responsible woman, so you know especially once you shoot it and practice for the first time you know the responsibility that comes with that but even sometimes when I've been a little bit like jittery I never emptied a clip or shot anyone at point blank range so I don't know if it's a different fear level with the white man that that loves their guns versus us but I, I feel like they project how violent they are onto us and even though the black community may have an issue with gun violence in the hood or whatever but like Everybody has a problem with gun violence. White people shoot white people all the time, but no one talks about it. Like, I don't know. It's just that part does irritate me. I hate all the just, I don't know even how to put it into words, but just the flip-flop stereotypes and the co- negative connotations that go with black people having guns, you know, yeah,
1: and I think that, um there has to be like I guess you can say it's like i'm gonna I'm not gonna say implicit bias, I'm gonna call it implicit racism because
0: unconsciously
1: <laughs> implicitly, we've been taught white folks have been taught that the black man and black people are just straight up dangerous for no reason at all, mm. so um, mm. I think that them having guns makes them feel like okay now i'm dangerous or now i can protect them i'm I'm gonna take it here i can protect the white women that people say black men are always trying to rape in history which makes literally no sense never has but um i (laughs) think i think that's why they're so obsessed with that gun their guns because it's like they're trying to guess you can say protect patriarchy and protect their
2: supremacy when ain't nobody coming for it you know what i mean Girl. Is. And really, I feel like that's all, again, projection. They're dangerous. Mm-hmm. They're rapists. Mm-hmm. But if they give those guns away at this point, if we tried to become a society like a Germany or a Switzerland mm-hmm. or something where there's not a lot of guns they would feel powerless because you see how be, I know you done seen videos of these black men giving these laws the business whooping they ass if they don't have these guns they are scared even though black people don't even got it in our hearts we really ain't jumping no, with y'all like, <laughs> but that's what they fear if they don't have those guns they can't is their physicality can't match ours if it got down to some warrior type of times and that's why they won't let those guns go. It'll never happen. So, do you think that you know, do you think
1: that all black folks and extensively all people of color should own guns in America?
2: If you're mentally stable, absolutely. If you are mentally stable and you ain't got no ticky ticky boom, anything that you think you you know anything that would make owning a gun dangerous, mm-hmm. then yeah. Without that exception, I think every black man, woman. And once they get to a decent age child, you know, maybe 12, 13, should know how to, because you know, Black people, our parents be leaving us home super young. I never had a babysitter. My parents would be like, lock the top off, don't answer the door type of thing. So yeah, I honestly, my opinion is every Black man, woman, and, you know, preteen, teenage child should know how to operate a gun, how to load it, how to use it, Um, and like different kinds of guns, like. For different situations, so like if you're out and about, I really don't think that we should be road tripping without guns, mm-hmm. our guns. Mm-hmm. Even though, like you said, it's dangerous with the police. But I, my theory is, I'd rather get caught with it than without mm-hmm. it. So I, I'd rather go to jail than go to a grave site because I didn't have my gun and I got kidnapped or raped or anything. Like it's not happening. So. Yeah, that is my belief. And I know that's kind of like I had to beg my brother, like, please get a gun just for your home. Like, just for your he lives in Ohio. Mm. And so it's a little mm, up there. So I was like, just I'm from Michigan. House. I don't like,
1: know if you know that, but I'm from Detroit. So.
2: Oh you know the vibe, Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> like, can you please just get a gun just for your home? You know, and It doesn't have to be anything extreme, you know, you could even do, I think for women in their home, if they, if you have like a little, you don't have to know how to aim that really, you just in any general direction, somebody hears that go off, they're gonna go because they know that you could, you know, you could decimate them with that. Mm -hmm. So just with the times and how crazy people are getting, yeah, I definitely feel like everyone should be well trained on how to protect themselves.
1: So you, I, so I'm gonna ask you one question and I have another one. So you said that um, know which guns are for what different types of situations. What? Because I don't know anything mm-hmm. but a, a handgun and an AK and a shotgun. Um, I think that's it. Oh, and a, is a handgun a pistol? Yeah. Okay. Basically. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So, what are guns yeah. for different types of situations?
2: So, like, if you. Are out and about like just just you as a single woman mm-hmm. and you're running errands or maybe you want to feel like you because I feel like women should be allowed to leave the house after night and not have to feel like
0: oh no, I don't know. My
2: mom made it like a super Yeah, like I don't know how your family is, but my mom is like, if you're leaving you after so if you're just doing that, I feel like a little handgun, like I am like old school, so I have like a little twenty-five that has a pearl handle, but like it's something small that can fit in your purse or that you can put in your fanny pack. So um a baby nine, a three eighty, those are good little on your person handguns mm-hmm. that you know you can tuck it away. They're very small, but they're gonna do get the job done. And then as far as for your home, I think my dad always says the perfect home protection gun is the pistol grip shotgun. You can load it up with either buck shots or regular shots and regular shots will they'll blow a hole through the door so if you can't aim if it's dark if someone breaks in your house and you can't see you can literally just point in this general direction it's gonna hit everything because the bullets are gonna spread out once you shoot them so i think because you know ak-47 i don't know how accessible something like that is well clearly they're everywhere because everybody has them but Mm. like a little shotgun like that, you can get that at like Academy for like $200 and then God forbid you have to protect your home. I feel like that's an easy, it's got a good grip on it. It's not going to, you know, blow your shoulder off if you try to. Do it. So I think that guns that have like low recoil are good because if you're in an emergency situation, you don't want to be worried about the recoil because that's going to throw the whole trajectory What's recoil? of your shot recoil is when you shoot the gun it's the buck that you feel back so you have you ever seen movies where people like shoot a gun and it hit them in the face Mm -hmm. or something like that that's the recoil Mm -hmm. so um like for women like a 40 if you want to like a big gun Mm -hmm. a 40 millimeter it's gonna shoot a big shot but it's not when you shoot it it's not like gonna break your wrist or make your wrist jerk like you can shoot that gun And it's like your hand barely moves, but it shoots a a big punch. So, but like, say you were to shoot like a Desert Eagle, which is like a huge gun. I probably couldn't shoot a Desert Eagle. I would probably fracture my wrist because the recoil is so, when the, I don't know how to explain it. I'm not that smart when it comes to like the mechanics of the gun, but whenever the chamber comes back, it like creates a shock. So... (laughs) But um, I definitely feel like shotguns are good for home protection just because they're cheap, they're easy, and you don't have to be the best shot. You know, you're going to get, they're going to go. You're either going to hit something or they're going to run. So
1: When yeah. you said desert eagle, I thought you were talking about an actual eagle. And I'm like, why are you shooting birds? But...
2: Oh, uh... so, your spirit is so pure and loving. <laughs> <laughs> desert eagle is like the biggest handgun well i don't know if it's the biggest handgun but it's like a big like john wayne handgun pistol okay but yeah
1: so um so you just dropped a lot of information so one thing i've heard from black folks is that we don't need any more guns in our neighborhoods um and what mm-hmm. i think is that they're lacking like education around them um why do you think that is not um, done in black neighborhoods.
2: For the same reason, a lot of things aren't done in black neighborhoods. I do agree with that. I don't like going, or if I see a little kid, not, like I said, like underage or somebody like a a street type of kid with a gun, I will offer because I don't, I don't think that they should have like guns on the streets like that. But for the same reason, we lack financial education, that's how they want it. They want us to have guns the wrong way and be using them in the wrong way versus protecting ourselves from them. They've, you know, they've made us hate ourselves. And so when you get into the inner cities, you get into the streets, these young kids, unfortunately, yeah, they're using guns in the wrong way. And because they're so accessible, because America is just like, you get a gun, you get a gun, Mm -hmm. like, it's ridiculous. To get him, like as much as I love guns, I don't think it should be that easy. Like hearing that your friend just bought a gun from a random person on Facebook you is know. like, that's crazy. like, what if he wasn't right in that? And even like buying a gun legally, they they really don't check. There's no way you're check. How how are you checking my mental state mm-hmm. at academy? So academy I do feel the like there should sporting be-
1: goods store.
2: Mm -hmm. oh okay cool yeah you can buy girl when COVID first happened Academy was so empty those people bought every gun every bullet you would I you would have thought it was the real live apocalypse like why are all the guns gone I had to wait three weeks just to get bullets for a gun I already have just because I wanted to have extra but yeah it was it was like they knew some shit so I I really do wish there was more education in the black community and just it it, in all levels because if we were educated on how to love each other and how to treat each other and how to not just because we disagree with each other don't mean I gotta kill you Mm -hmm. it wouldn't be a problem you know what I mean but really I don't know I just feel like it, it just comes with like you said we just need more education maybe more people to do like Outreach, or to talk about guns, or talk about gun safety, but it's also on your parents, the parents too, of those kids. Like you should know if your child has a gun. I feel like you should know that. I don't care if you need to go through their room, if you need to be searching backpacks, mm-hmm. but you should know if your child has a gun. So,
1: yeah. No, you said that you don't like the buyback programs. I have a question about that. So, say like because a friend mm-hmm. I told you about, um, when they got the gun, they uh, what do you call it? They filed off the serial numbers. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch it because I didn't want to be um. What do you call it when you're like part of a crime? An
2: accessory. <I> don't, accessory <laughs> to a
1: crime. <laughs> <laughs> just went in the room. They filed filed the numbers. I I don't know nothing. <laughs> but um,
2: so they
1: so they filed the numbers off. So what do you like? What would happen in the case of with the buyback program if the numbers are not if they don't have any like registration numbers? I guess on them
2: um they that's when they say that no matter what but I don't trust the government or the police like that so what they say when they do those buybacks that No matter what, they're not gonna do anything, whether a body comes back to it, if there's no serial number, and I'm like, yeah, right. They be ready to lock us up for anything. So if something comes back on this gun that ain't right, y'all ain't gonna do nothing. I don't trust it. And so that's why I don't really like the whole I don't really know anyone who's ever participated in that Mm -hmm. because Even the amount of money that they give you for your gun is really not worth it. Like a hundred, a hundred and fifty dollars, you you're not gonna get a decent gun for a hundred dollars. So, um, if you do get a gun for a hundred dollars, it's probably gonna jam on you. But um I just, don't. I just don't trust anything that they do when they come into our neighborhoods and try to give, get it. Like, why do you want us to give, I, they just don't ever do that in suburban areas. So that's why I don't trust it. They only ever do it in the hood as if white women don't shoot their husbands and white boys aren't shooting up schools and malls and movie theaters and everything else. Mm-hmm. So that's why I don't like it. I don't trust them. Yeah.
1: Instead of a gun buyback program, maybe they could come like do like gun education, or arms education. Yeah. That to me, that's a little valuable. Um so Mm -hmm. so it's some sort so when I come back to Dallas, right? If I Mm -hmm. I haven't decided if I come back to Texas.
2: (laughs) Um (laughs) if I was you I might stay over there too, girl. (laughs) (laughs) It looks so beautiful. (laughs) Go
1: ahead. (laughs) Um and when I went to Black Party, I, I didn't even tell anybody the story. So I was, like, going to the bars. Like, I even one bar I kept going into taking shots and just, like, walking around by myself because the kids were a little too raunchy, too not raunchy, but wild for me. I ended up, like, stopping and talking to some mm-hmm. police officers. And mm-hmm. I remember I looked down, and they didn't have any guns. And I was like, oh, so I can keep talking to you drunk, and you, you really, you may not do anything about it. I just kept talking to them about the restaurants they like. It was just, like, a very strange thing to, like, realize, like, there's really no gun culture here,
2: you know? I think that's beautiful. Like, you don't have to worry about if he, it's just, like I said before, it's too much power for people that already have a complex or that already have some type of, power insecurity and yeah being in a place like that where the police don't have gun it you you feel like okay cool I can talk to y'all I'm drunk like it's cool like it's not like in this drop of dime everything's gonna change and they're shooting up the the parade or whatever mm-hmm. so yeah, like like I said, if it could go to where everybody gave their guns away, I'd give mine away too. But while they still have them, I'm still gonna have I don't know them any But you
1: do thing. like I think, if they made them illegal and everybody had to give their guns away, people would keep their guns some type of way. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I think they would, especially the people that. Hmm. Yeah, because there's certain people that it's like everything. Like some white men, I feel like that's their like that's where they get like their big dick energy comes from their gun you know what I mean because they know they know they could take a life with it and that makes them feel I don't know how it makes them feel because I'm not sick in the head like that but <laughs> it obviously makes them feel a way that's why they do like a mod Aubrey. that was just a modern day lynching mm-hmm. and they did it because they knew they could. Them. and that's just not cool and ever since Ahmad Aubrey it's sad I will not go on a walk or a jog without my fanny pack and my gun and that's so sad mm-hmm. but that's just where where I met with it
1: and I don't know so. if you remember when I um after that happened like I started to like share like when I was in Texas and I was staying in the suburbs and I would take the dog with me so that people feel mm-hmm. like I was
2: like I guess you can say the, the signifier. It's, non-threatening. Huh? it's like I'm non-threatening. I've got a dog. Just walking the dog. Here. It's, it's insane, but what I was asking,
1: so when I come back to Texas, like, what are the steps I should take to gun ownership to get, what is it called? Is it called a, um, it's not a CDL. It's a, um, um,
2: uh, what's called? A license to see concealed I don't know license to conceal a weapon but it has an acronym I can't think of the acronym but because we're in Texas if you just want to have a gun like in your home you don't need that because it's basically wild wild west down here you can just go to the store buy a gun come home with it but if you want to I, what my first steps would be is to go to a gun range because you don't own a gun and you've never shot a gun. So if you go to a gun range, they're going to have all the different types of guns. You can play around, get comfortable, get a feel for what you think you like. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, you never want to use your gun for the first time in an emergency situation. Now You don't ever want that to be the first time you've shot a gun. And then once you figure out what you like, go pick out that gun for yourself. Um, You can put a gun on layaway, you can, whatever. So then once you get your own specific gun, I would go back to the gun range with that gun and practice with your own gun so you know what to expect with your weapon. And then if you're like me and you want to be Billy Badass and take your gun everywhere, then you can do a, you can actually, I'm going to find Find the link, and if you want to share it with your people, I'll send it to you, that you can do at-home classes. Well, actually, I don't know with COVID anymore, but you used to be able to have, like, um, the gun licensing person could come to your house. They would give, like, a, I don't know, like, a four-hour course on gun safety and concealing your weapon, and you get your license to carry a concealed weapon right there at your house. So Mm -hmm. that's how my dad did it. That's how me and my mom did it. So, um, but that was years ago before covid And so those would be my steps. Go to a gun range, practice, go pick out your gun, then practice with your own gun and then go get your license if you want to be out and about with it. But if you just want your gun at your house to protect you, you don't even need to go get a license. Not in Texas. I don't know how it works in other places, but in Texas, if it's at your house, you're good. I don't don't know
1: how it works in other places too. I know that uh, my great grandma has, she's protected, but I don't think she has a license. I shouldn't say that on here. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take that out. But... <laughs> but, but um so so you feel that basically you want you think all Americans should own a gun.
2: Everybody. I think I think all black Americans mm-hmm. should own a gun because I'm very political. Not no, I'm not political, but I pay attention to politics, I'll say that. Mm-hmm. And The way I don't know if you even saw like little snippets of the RNC, but they say things that are the Republicans that are so left field, they're not true. Like the Democrats want to take your guns and God, like, how do you take God from people? You can't even do that. But anyway, I can see that they're not (laughs) giving up their guns anytime soon. So that's why I feel black women especially should know how to protect themselves at all costs, because I feel like we are the most vulnerable people the lowest on the totem pole unfortunately when it comes to protection so yeah I definitely feel like black women especially should know how to arm themselves and protect themselves because we should be able to do whatever we want without fear Mm -hmm. of someone trying to violate yeah and I'm
1: happy you mentioned that because I couldn't stop thinking about um, Brianna Taylor and Mm -hmm. what happened in her home and she I just can't imagine like what she went through. You know what I mean? Because there was a period mm-hmm. where her life could have been saved. You know what I mean? And it's been—it's mm-hmm. been almost half a—hasn't been half a year yet. It's been half a year since um, mm-hmm. since she passed away. And I'm after everything that came out with Meg The Stallion, and the fact that she got shot, and she was even like, "I don't want to do anything, say anything," because. They could kill all of us. You know what I mean? So it's just like I don't know. I I agree with you. It's like we have to be more um, I'm gonna say diligent about protecting ourselves Mm -hmm. because the society don't give a fuck.
2: At all. Yeah, we definitely have to just be super diligent. And even like with Breonna Taylor's boyfriend, he did what any real man should do. Mm -hmm. Is he still in jail? He was went to jail just for protecting his home. So did they let him out yet? Do you? Yeah, know? they let him
1: out. They dropped all the charges.
2: Good. They should. They needed to. But yeah, just for purposes, just like that. I mean, it's just a sad society that America has devolved into I guess I don't know it's just weird here I just stay out of the way I try to stay home as much as possible as we should Mm -hmm. because it's still a pandemic Mm -hmm. people forgot but (laughs) but um yeah it's just a really weird time buddy so if I came back over here there's no way now if I was in Europe kicking it yeah I wouldn't care about a gun I wouldn't even be thinking about a gun because y'all don't have this culture over there but um yeah, if you came back, I'll go with you if you want to. If you decide to come back, you hit me up. I'll go to the gun no, range you're with coming, you. I love coming. it. You're coming. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I'll help you pick out, like, the perfect gun for you. And, like, so if you're clumsy, because there's different guns. Like, certain guns have hair triggers. You can't be clumsy with them type of guns. But other guns have, like, very sturdy safeties. So, like, even if you were to drop it, it's not going to like go off like people it's not like movies (laughs) it's not like the movie. now people do have accidents and that's why i feel like you do need to be educated on gun safety and gun protocol but the likelihood i feel like it's not as hyped up as some of the anti-gun people try to make it like it's not that serious i've been in the house with guns since a little kid i held guns at, at a little kid age and never any accidents in our family ever thank god
1: and that's because you guys are educated and you guys know about guns so you're not afraid of them and I think Mm -hmm. yeah
2: well um so and knowing that they're not oh
1: I was going to say we we can wrap this up so um is there anything you would like to right now
2: that i would like to plug right now i know you're a businesswoman oh (laughs) i am um the only thing that's pluggable right now is the unicorn trap house it's uh me and my best friends just like stoner chick lifestyle brand so we have t-shirts um her aside the side site the unicorn witch she has yoni steams and like pre-made god bath bags. so you guys are into that type of thing it's at the unicorn trap house and at the unicorn witch and that's really (laughs) it yeah i really appreciate you having me on this is so cool i I really like
1: you said yes because when i tell you i have been thinking about it for a while before we wrap things up i just want to share something with you guys so one thing that um, I think is important is that I don't know if I have been incorporating yoga and wellness into the show as like I want to or like I should, and I want to share with you guys a pose that will help you feel secure, feel safe. I know that um, this entire episode was about you know guns and basically protecting yourself, protecting your rights, um, and your family. But I want to share a yoga asana or yoga pose with you to enhance that or something to make you feel safe and secure within yourself. The pose that I'm sharing with you, it is for you to feel like, okay, I got this. I can handle this. This is my this is my being. I can. I can be safe within myself I can create safety outside of myself and of course um, some of the best poses for that are headstands however um, another great pose that people don't really think about is um, the forward bend and to get into the forward bend all you need to do is stand with your feet shoulder-width apart And when you inhale, rise your hands above your head and then exhale and forward fold so that your feet touch your toes, your shins, or your knees, whichever is most comfortable for you. And when you do that, just let your head drop like between your shoulders. Let it hang there. Release. Just let your head drop and hold it there for a few breaths. And when you're ready, you can either rise all the way up With your hands above your head and then drop your hands to your side and you're done. Or you can place your hands on your shins and then go back down again. I hope you do that. I hope that you feel secure within yourself and that you find safety and joy um, in your home and in your being and everything around you. My name is Tierra Burns. This has been the... the, the, This is not peculiar, my bad. This has been the Tea for the Queen podcast. Make sure you hit me up on Instagram um, or Twitter at Tea for the Queen. And check out Jasmine. She is pretty awesome. Definitely one of my faves on the internet. You can find her at the Unicorn Trap House on Instagram. And everything else she mentioned um, in the episode. Also make sure you check out naga um that's n-a-a-g-a that is the national african-american gun association i'll put the link in the bio but if you're thinking about um gun ownership or you want to just know more hit them up it's an alternative to the nra and i'm sure they will be happy to educate you or um or get you involved all right I hope you guys have a great day. Um, I'm on my way to London now to go celebrate my birthday. So um, I'll holler you, and will I will holler at ya next week or in a couple of days. We'll see. Remember, remember, remember to rate, review, and share the podcast. If you're listening to this on iTunes, especially, please go review my show, give me five stars, let me know what you think. It means so much to me. Um, I appreciate your listenership and your support. Tierra is out. This has been Tea for the Queen Podcast.
0: How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete